Hello and welcome, everyone. It's time again, Paul and I, to talk sports for you. I'm Jason. This is Polly. How's it going, guys? And it's a beautiful day in July. A little muggy. Got some storms coming in. Other than that, yeah, pretty rain, nice. Rain hasn't started yet, but I know it's supposed to pretty soon. So. Yep. How you doing today, Wally? I'm doing good. Um, I got my uh, hair cut off for the first time in five and a half years. Uh, a couple hours ago, so yeah. still feels a little weird, but it was time. And um, yeah, so that was my excitement for the day. <laughs> um, All right. Well, we got, let's without we further some... ado, let's get to some sports then. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> Wimbledon wrapped up on Sunday. Uh, Nadal, uh, Nadal Djokovic, or sorry, Djokovic won um, the men's final against Nick Kyrgios in four sets. Uh, Joker dropped the first, won the next three. Uh, pretty easy win. Uh, Nadal uh, withdrew from the semifinal against Kyrgios because I guess he has a small tear in his abdomen, which is never good. So he dropped out. uh, Kyrgios got in, and Joker won his 21st, so he was one away from being back tied with Nadal for the all-time record again we've talked about this a few times but um joker gets his 21st and good for him and we will see what happens in the u.s open in september yeah joker winning again it's i mean not a surprise right no not really he's he's dominating right now and then on the women's side, we had Elena Wyboxina win. I am sure I did not say that right, but <laughs> um, the so I'll be honest. After Simone Halep went out in the quarterfinals, I didn't know anyone else on the women's side. I don't know. That's a good thing for the game, I think. Yeah. But it's also kind of a bad thing. I don't. I don't know. Well, after but, you've had the Williams sisters in particular dominating, you know, it was hard to get known as anybody, even when they were around, much less when they're not. Like that's what happens when when the legends start, you know, start playing less, and you get the younger younger people starting to play more. You're not going to hear those people until they start winning, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. But um, Elena was the first men's or women's player from Kazakhstan to win a tennis major. So Ooh. that's something. Mm-hmm. And so good for her. Um, and like I said, the... U.S. Open is coming up in September, so 
that's the next tennis we'll have for you. Anything anything to add before we move on, Jason? No, that was uh, Wimb- another Wimbledon in the books. Exactly. Um, we got a brief Brewers update for you. They are currently sitting at 48 and 39. They had, I think the last time we talked, we talked about their losing streak that they had. They went on a bit of a winning streak and then they lost two of three against the Cubs and the Pirates was the last time they played. So not great, but they got two against the Twins and four against the Giants and then the All-Star break. They are currently two games up on the Cardinals for the division, which is coming into focus that it's going to be very important because there it's very unlikely there's going to be a wild card from the NL Central. So, again, two up on the Cardinals. We got a big road trip and then the All-Star break. So... We'll have baseball for you next week, uh, or more baseball, I guess. But uh, any thoughts on the Brewers from from you? Um, it's baseball, and it's not All Star break, so it's really. Uh, that said, they gotta get those bats figured out, man. They gotta start scoring some runs. Like I get all the worrying about like the. The bullpen is kind of shaky and, you know, this, that, the other thing. If they can't get their starters some run support, they could have you and me as their bullpen pitchers and it wouldn't matter. I I agree. They, 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 they have to add a bat by the trade deadline. I think they're going to. David Stearns is pretty good at managing the trade or the – um, trade deadline usually brings in what the Brewers need at that point, and I I, I think we're going to bring in a bat. We we have to because that lot that offense is so inconsistent right now, mm. and yeah, something's gotta something's gotta happen. Again, we there's been some injuries, but a lot of the team is back now. They're still they're hitting better than they were at the beginning of the season, but it's still very worrisome. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, like I said, we'll have baseball for you next week. Um, we'll move on to the. I'm gonna call this the official end of the NCAA. The big move. USC and UCLA. I heard nothing about this. I am assuming you heard nothing about this before it was announced. Yeah. Are no. joining the Big Ten. And after the Texas and Oklahoma moved to the SEC last year, it, sh- it sure seems like it's the Big Ten and the SEC, and then everyone else is going to be left behind. The projections are those two are going to make triple the TV revenue that anyone else is. 
the ACC is locked in this agreement and it sounds from what I've been hearing, it's going to cost at least a hundred million for any team that wants to leave that TV deal. So they're locked in until 2036, unless some mega donor wants to pay up. Mm. Um, the PAC 12 is in a lot of trouble. We said the same thing about the big 12 last year, but there's not a lot of schools on the West coast that they could add. I mean, there's Boise state out there. There's UNLV out there. There's Nevada out there. There's not a whole lot left out there. And I, I think, I think we're going to be coming to a point. I think it's going to take a few years, but I think it's the big 10 and the SEC and everyone else is going to be left in dust. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if both of those conferences are going to expand again. I know Oregon and, or while Phil Knight wants Oregon is basically begging the big 10 to take Oregon Washington, if Oregon goes, is going to move also. <laughs> you, you got any thoughts here? Because I'm just going to spit at this I mean, point. But... but, I mean, from the look of it, it looks like you're right. It looks like it's going to be the Big Ten, the SEC, and then that's going to be like the, like the prime division so to speak. And then you're going to have the ACC or big 12 and your pack <laughs> 10 again. Is it back to a pack 10 now? It is. It is back to pack 10 now. You're going to have those. And that'll be like your second tier. Like eventually it's just going to be all the best, like the top 32 teams are going to be in their own association. And then you'll have the rest of what we call the, you know, the BCS schools. And then you have your division one and blah, blah, blah. It's just basically these 32, these top 32 or so teams are going to kind of break off and make their own more premier association and the NCAA is just going to be left with whoever's whoever basic basically they're left with whoever doesn't have a choice and the schools that are big enough and successful enough are going to go and do their own thing see I I tend to agree with that um I I don't know if it's going to be, I think that that is probably 15 years down the road I'm going to say because I think if that's going to happen I think this 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 ACC thing is going to have to. They've got 14 years left on their TV deal. The, the and, TV deal doesn't mean shit, honestly. Quite frankly, with this kind of stuff, like they can all rewrite that. I get that's where all the money comes from, but if it, if it came down to it, they could they could renegotiate those things. Oh, I, I, I agree. I just think it's going to take a lot of lawyer work and a lot of money. And see, I, I, I guess for me, the two things that I don't like most about this is 
you, you, college sports, college football, especially had always had that regional thing. You had your East coast schools, you had your West coast schools, you had your Midwest schools, you had your Southern schools, you had your Southwest schools. That that's no longer a thing. And okay, that's fine. My bigger concern is UCLA volleyball going out to Rutgers on a Wednesday. And basically that's three days that, cause you're, you're missing school for the travel there and back. I, the, the funniest thing I saw was it's almost the same distance from UCLA to Rutgers than it is from Rutgers to Reyavac, Iceland. I don't know if you saw that, but hmm. that to me just says everything about this. That, And I, I get it. It's football rules the world. It's all about the money. But I, I feel like these these smaller the Olympic sports are the, the athletes, especially are going to suffer from this. Yeah. I mean, nobody really wins except for the team, the, the, the owners. Yeah. I, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's it's been in the uh, the drawing for or not the o- sorry not the owners the schools like the the NCAA and the 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 schools and their programs yeah. they're the only ones actually profiting off of this. Yeah, I mean the it, the the train has left the station. There's no stopping it at this point. It just depends on where it's going to stop next, but. I, I I do feel bad for those Olympic sport athletes that are going to be traveling cross country for a volleyball game or a swim meet on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, I see what you, sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Yes. Yeah. I get the geographic implications of it. Yeah. I always thought that was stupid. Like, and I think when they do eventually make their own Uber league or whatever you want to call it, it, yeah. They'll make it more geographically sound, but right now they're just like smashing the money together. Yeah. It seems uh, ham-fisted. They're just trying to get all their eggs in one basket, and then they can sort the eggs once they're finished with that. All right. So, yeah, we have that. We could, I could rant about that for a while mm. but let's we'll have plenty of opportunities in the future <laughs> exactly wait for them to do something else insane and then we'll talk about it again yeah all right um anything else to add before we get to the big show of the week jason no that's it all right you want to introduce us to the big show you must mean the nfl free agency review nba but Oh, I'm sorry, NBA. NBA, <laughs> NBA free agency? Yes. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to any of that. That would be the one. Um, well, I'll, I'll let you get your thoughts together. I'll, I will start. Um, I guess the, the, the biggest 
overall thought I have is it is really nice to be a superstar in the NBA right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so Devin Booker, four for 224. Ja, four, four for 226. Jokic, uh, five for 264. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, four for 224. Uh, yeah, money is being thrown around right now. Uh, those, Z- Zion, uh, four for 193. Um, and then... So yeah, guys. Guys are getting paid. Um, you could. I, I'm sure if you. I'm sure you could uh, look at all the deals. Those are those are just some of the big examples. Um. Oh, Lillard for uh, two for one twenty two. Sixty million dollars a year is gonna be, gonna be, be being paid in uh, three years. His extension kicks in. Mm. The, the money just floating around is just incredible. I don't know yeah. if you have anything to add to that, but... It's been that way for a while, ever since the Timofey Mozgov days. Like, they re... This is what they renegotiated. More of that money's getting spread around to the players, and it's got to go somewhere, because if you don't spend it, you get taxed on top of it. So that's where you end up with Jalen Brunson getting future hall of famer money like it's it's wicked man yeah i mean it it really is all right um we could talk about that for a while or we get to the well let's we'll start with uh let's start with uh go bear to the timberwolves because Mm. it was four first rounders and five players i believe it was uh, it was a it was a lot, it was a lot, and I mean I get it, but at the same time, like yo, he's a great you know defensive player, the blah blah blah. Like it's not like he's twenty four years old, man. Like, and with, with with Minnesota just being on the cusp, and you know really underperforming in the playoffs last year, to be honest, but still. <sighs> to just like mortgage the whole thing like that for Rudy Gobert. It just, he's not the kind, he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to like the last piece Minnesota needed was Rudy Gobert. Like it just, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on this as being a, a real great maneuver. No, I, I agree. I, I understand it from Minnesota's standpoint. You're going, you have a really nice nucleus, young nucleus. But I, I, I agree with you that I don't know if it's the piece that I would have taken or I would have gone after. I think. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think, would have been a better fit 
and it sounds like he is on the trade block right now. I just saw that a couple hours ago that the Jazz are listening to offers for him now. So the Jazz are in a complete uh, teardown, but they've they're gonna get so, they're gonna have some really nice assets to be able to maybe rebuild on the fly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they've got p- extra picks for the next seven years. Like one of those was a twenty twenty nine protected first round pick. Yeah, like, it's yeah, they're going young for a while. Um. What else do we have here? Um, who went to Boston? I'm sorry. I, uh, but, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Uh, to Boston. I thought that was a really nice move for them. Um, add some bench depth that it showed in uh, the finals that they needed. Yeah, they, they got didn't... rid of their entire bench. They gave up five players and a first round pick for him. Yeah. I mean, no nothing no one really substantial though that they didn't No. They did they they gave up. Well, it's just weird. I look at this and it's like how many of those players are gonna be on the Pacers roster when the season starts? Maybe two of them. Maybe Daniel Theus and Aaron Neesmith. And I don't know. I've never even heard of the other three guys. Yeah, I mean, it's just what? Why would I don't know? I don't know. So you you're you're saying from you like it from Boston's standpoint? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get rid of your bench that did not help you at all in the playoffs, <laughs> and get somebody who can actually come in and get some really good minutes. Yeah. You can replace those other dudes with anybody, really. Uh I'm kind of looking down, seeing if uh, those besides... are the big names. You know, not a lot of names moving places. Like a lot of guys, just like Booker and stuff like that, got re-signed. Yeah, not yeah, a lot of movement uh... though. Uh, Kemba Walker to the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons gave up. Well, they have a they have a lot of. Uh, 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 draft uh, capital. Draft capital. Thank you. I was trying to think of the word. They, <laughs> they had uh, picks from New York, Utah, Dallas. So they were actually able to trade a first round and three second rounds from next year's draft and then a second round from the following year. The Hornets get that from the Pistons for Kemba Walker and Jalen Duran, who was the number 13 pick. So P- Pistons really be uh, taking that draft capital they've been saving and making a move here. I-, I don't know if the rest of their roster really warrants that or if Kemba Walker's really the guy, but they went up and got like a high draft pick. <sighs> I don't well, know. I- it's the Pistons, man. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think Cade Cunningham is I I don't I I I I think I'd rather make that move next year when Cunningham has another year under his belt. But I understand it. I you're not giving up a whole lot because you, I, like you just said, they had the extra picks. So 
eh, I don't hate the move. I I just it's the piss. You know, it's like when the Lions do something. You're like, yeah, but it's the Lions. It's funny that I didn't even mean to pick another Detroit team, but they're both terrible <laughs> franchises. You know, well, even the yeah. Tigers aren't good. So, ugh, come on, Detroit, get your ownership groups to get it together. All right. Um... Yeah, not a lot of other big names like No Nerlens Noel and stuff like some guys you might have heard of, but really aren't like, yeah. impactful players. Uh, got Gallinari to the Celtics was also a really nice move. Yeah, the Celtics are definitely retooling, you know, trying to swap out what didn't work and bring yeah. in some pieces that'll actually make a difference. All right. Um, so the the Pacers, according to Brian Windhorse, uh, the Pacers are looking at going after DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Him and the Suns have been doing this dance for the last year that they don't want to pay him max money, but I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I I also, that's going to come into play in just a minute because I suppose we can get there now. Uh, Kevin Durant about three hours before, free agency started, decided to throw a nuke onto the basketball world and demand a trade from the Nets. After uh, Kyrie Irving had opted opted into his deal, you you want to start start for us here, Jason? Well, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, it seems pretty obvious. The dude doesn't want to play with Kyrie and his bullshit. Like, why would you, why would he? He's only, he's not getting any younger. He's trying to get, and if, you know, and if you believe the, the scuttle, but, you know, he's trying to get a championship that he feels is legitimate that people are actually going to give him credit for. He, and it, that time isn't going to be forever. So he's got to win some champions. He, he went to Brooklyn to team up with, to get the talent to come to Brooklyn with him so he could make his own Golden State Warriors, and it didn't work. He, <laughs> you know, so he's... That's he's the gonna, understatement of the year. <laughs> right? So he's got to try to do that again with even less time, you know, before the end. So... Yeah, I would want to trade too if I if that's what I was trying to do and I was in his position. Kyrie ain't gonna help him win a championship. LeBron could barely help win Kyrie a championship. Kyrie did everything he could to stop LeBron from James from winning a championship, and he couldn't do it. I mean, to be fair, he did have the yeah. The he shot, had one but... good game. He had. Yeah. I get it. He had one good game, but like... no, I, 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 I get your point. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess for me to piggyback off that, the two teams that have been out there are the Suns and the Heat that he wants to go to, and I guess to your point, like. Okay, so you're going to be teaming up with, in theory, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, or Bam Adebayo and uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. 
he's still kind of joining a super team. And I, that's why I, I honestly, the, the Raptors buzz out there. I, I think makes some sense. I mean, they did this three years ago. They brought in, uh, Kawhi won a championship. He left the next year. Durant's on a four-year deal. I mean, if again, as long as he agreed that he wasn't going to ask for a trade the year after that, the Raptors have a nice young, young nucleus. If he really wants to win a championship on his own, that might be the place to do it. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, if he's worried about the if he's worried about the talk, then yeah, that would be a good that'd be a good opportunity. Go to Sacramento and win a championship. Then nobody can say anything. Oh yeah. Go to Detroit. Go play with Kemba. <laughs> win a championship in the Motor City. People will love <laughs> you forever. One thousand percent. Um yeah, I mean is there a whole lot to say other than that? I mean, no, it just, it all seems really cut and dry. I know a lot of people are doing a lot of talking about it and, Oh, what's this about? Like, it seems pretty obvious. Like you wouldn't want to play there either. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, it's fascinating how Durant orchestrated this three years ago to play with, uh, James Harden to play with Kyrie and it's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then the other aspect of that is it sounds like LeBron is trying to talk the Lakers into trading back for Kyrie. <laughs> Ironically, like we just talked about, but I'm sure I don't know. I don't want to put words in LeBron's mouth. I think he'd rather play with Kyrie than Westbrook at this point. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah. He knows he can win one with Kyrie. I think he also knows he can't win one with Westbrook. Yes. That guy sucks, man. That guy's just not a good basketball player. No. He he puts up numbers, that's for damn sure, but... That's about it. So, yeah. Um, anything we're missing here? I I don't think we are. No, I mean it's that time of year, man, where we're getting we're trying to squeeze twenty minutes of conversation about <laughs> about Jalen Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, like 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 you had mentioned, it there wasn't a whole lot of movement. I mean, the uh Colbert one was the big one and then whatever happens with Durant and Kyrie, but that's to be determined. Yeah. And if that, you know, pretty- and if that had been resolved right away like so many of these things are from year to year, yeah. You know, then it's like, "Oh, wow, a lot of action right off yeah. the bat, but we're waiting on the two biggest, <laughs> you know, fish in the sea. Yeah. 
So. Um, one thing I do did want to mention was uh, the Bucks brought in uh, Joe Ingles from the Jazz. Yes, he has a torn ACL. He's going to miss half the season. But I thought that was an underrated move for the Bucks to bring in some bench depth of their own. Yeah, they do need it. One. They do need it. They need somebody who can step up if Middleton's hurt. And I think Grayson Allen was supposed to be that guy to just come in and like, hey, man, we need you to hit some threes today. And he had his opportunity yep. and he threw up all over himself. He had the, he had one good game, I remember, from that series, but that was pretty much it well and the other games were just weren't even like eh, he just didn't play that well he was like legit bad yeah just straight up bad in all those games he just looked like he didn't belong there yeah i agree um i just wanted to mention that it just came up in my head but all right um so yeah what we're watching this week uh the british open or sorry the Open Championship, as it is known now. Mm. You're not supposed to call it the British Open anymore. Oh. Um, Tiger is going to play. Uh, we shall see. Do you think Tiger makes the cut? No. No, he needs more time. Like, he just started playing golf again, like, a few months ago. <laughs> From like almost having to have his leg chopped off, like he's not there. He's not ready yet. He's he'll, he'll do fine, and maybe he does make it. But if he does, it's not going to be like he's not going to be like in the top ten. No, I'm not saying that. I I'm going to say he does make the cut just because he is very familiar with St Andrews. Yeah, that okay. And yeah, that's fair. He he. I know he has said a couple times this week in interviews that he he's been gearing up for this one because St. Andrews won't be at uh, the British won't be at St. Andrews for another five years. He's not oh. going to be around. So he's he's had this one on his schedule. I think he makes the cut. I don't think he finishes in that top 20. But I do think he's going to make it to the weekend. And then uh, I think I'd mentioned the Brewers have two against the Twins, uh, four against the Giants. I believe it was two to one. The Brewers were up uh, two to one in a rain delay is where the current game stands. And then we have uh, All-Star Week next week for baseball. And uh, as long as everything works out, we will have uh, Ben, our special guest, back on for you guys. And we'll talk all things baseball at the not quite halfway point, a little after, but the uh, unofficial halfway points. Uh, anything else we're watching, Jason? Nah, man. Tennis is over for now. We got golf coming up, baseball, all-star game, home run derby, all that fun stuff coming up soon. Sounds like um, a good time. Oh, speaking of, um, I wanted to mention that uh, Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera were 
picked by the commish, uh, Rob Manford, to participate. I know it's a legacy thing, but I think it's I think it's a pretty cool that they're going to be both going to be in the All Star and Pools is actually going to be in the home home run derby. Oh boy! So I don't know how he's going to do, but yeah. he will be our, our participant. I I think it's a pretty cool thing, but. Yeah, you know, good for them, and baseball should recognize, you know, their their uh, active legends, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, the week in sports for you guys, um, and yeah, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love you very much. Be safe. Have a good Have night. A good, Have a good night, guys.